Okay, after some technical difficulties, I was finally actually able to hit the record button. You hit that darn button, didn't you? I did. I hit that button. I hit it hard. Hit it hard. Hello, welcome to the Horror Happy Hour. My name is Evan. And I'm Dustin. And we're going to talk about some horror stuff today, and we're going to have a little uh, liquid refreshments while we do it. <gasps> Shocking. Shocking. <clears throat> What's the topic today, Dustin? Our favorite movie franchise. Yeah, why not? Right? That's a broad. That's a broad topic. Do we have any uh, any rules for that? Like, you know, does it have to have at least three films in it, maybe, to count as a franchise? I think that's a pretty good rule. I think so. Yeah. Because then all you're talking about is a trilogy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, trilogy it, it counts if it's just if you if you, what you want to pick only has three movies in it. That's fine. You know. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna. So that's really a, a moot point. But, so, um, what'd you find? Well, I mean, what did I find, or what what has just been my favorite for ever? What, okay, before we talked about doing this, what would you say was your top franchise? And I guess the way I'm looking at this is I'm kind of balancing my own personal opinions and feelings towards a franchise with the way it was critically recepted as well. You know, what is best? Mm, I would have to say, for me personally, um, Scream. Scream? Yeah. It's not what I figured. Scream was is probably my favorite franchise, simply because Scream got me into the other franchises. Yeah, I would actually kind of, I would agree, because there's, you know, it's it's easier because there's only four movies in it, and they're all pretty good. You know, it's, that's, yes. there's not a movie in that franchise I want to skip you know not really no yeah, there's right. not i mean even the worst one was still decent it worked yeah and uh i think the, the the worst one was the last one it was scream 4 and you know it still made over 95 million dollars so for a horror movie especially a slasher to be that good but yet that bad <laughs> that's 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 still pretty impressive to me. Yeah. So when you're looking at this stuff and, and doing your research, did you did did you come up the more you thought about it, did your opinion change? I mean, I don't want to say I'm not gonna say that Scream is my best my answer for best. I honestly I haven't figured that out yet. I'm gonna hope to figure that out by the time we're done recording this because I'm still looking through this stuff and thinking about it and yeah, I gotta balance my own opinions about what these things are. <clears throat> did you find out anything else while you were looking? Because I mean, I did some, I did some looking. I googled That's top four far... franchises, and I found I actually Metacritic, Metacritic did all the work uh, critically for it, and they have a, they have a list of thirty three franchises, and they had rules for theirs. They're a little bit more stringent than ours. Their rules were they had to have at least four films in the franchise to count, and TV, direct TV movies didn't count. So they had some ones that were left out, like Phantasm and Prom Night, Leprechaun, Tremors. They didn't even count those. Because you know, I have the Leprechaun movies are just TV movies. Even the new ones, what's, I think it's just a TV movie. And see, Same I, thing with Tremors. And see, I love the first Leprechaun. I adore the first <laughs> Leprechaun. It's terrible. It's not good. No, it's but not. But I love it. Uh, and yeah. that's why this list is going to be important. And, and that's why I may not settle on Scream, even though, I mean... Well, and here, and I'll just I'll, I'll spell it out for you. Where, where Metacritic has Scream on this list is not number one. Metacritic has Scream as number eight. Because what Metacritic did is, you know, they have all they have their ratings for all these movies. So it was an average. It took every movie in the Scream in the in the franchise, Scream, Scream Two, Scream Three, and Scream Four, <clears throat> averaged their Metacritic values and then ranked them. So it's it was all Oh, but see Metacritic is such bullshit. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 it's what it's what it's a tool. It's a it's a it's something we can reference. I'm not saying it's right because it's not uh, those, right. Those people at Metacritic are tools. So, so for example, here I I was surprised you didn't say Halloween to be honest with you. Well, I mean that yeah, I, Halloween is you, you never you didn't let me finish. Yeah, I said cool. I said Scream is probably my favorite franchise simply because it got me to branch out and start looking at other franchises that are out there, and that was when after I had watched Scream. Because of all of the references in that movie to Halloween, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday the 13th, you know, 
being we were we were what like thirteen or fourteen when the first movie came out. Scream. Yeah. What was it? Ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. So well, eleven. Ten eleven. Oh yeah. Oof. Okay. Yeah. And and you know being that young, you don't know about these franchises. Well, you kind of do. Everybody knows who who Jason is. Right. Because and, those and, we'd see. I mean, I, yeah. Everybody knows as as uh, Wes Craven's. Was it New Nightmares the one that's the, meta, the real meta one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he that's the movie. The fact that little kids are dressing up as Freddy. You know, yeah, like everybody knows who Freddy, who Jason is. But me, like whenever they're making all of these Halloween references, being ten, eleven years old, I didn't know who Michael Myers was at that point. Right. So I was like, oh, okay. That's when I started getting into like the slashers. Started getting into Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, Halloween and whatnot, and that was when, for me, Halloween really took precedence over every one of them, because the first one, you know, being made in 1978, it really seemed to just kick off the slasher craze right. back then, because he he wasn't, Michael Myers was something totally different from what was before, like Leatherface and uh, Psycho at that point he was mm-hmm. completely different presence and i think that's what i really really liked about michael myers was that they called him the boogeyman the shape the shape credited as the shape as yes yeah. credited as the shape but referred to in the movie as the boogeyman right. so that really just i was like that's that's totally different so yeah halloween definitely is is one of my other if i was, top. If I was to ask you your favorite horror franchise would halloween be the answer it'd probably be halloween yeah yeah but that's yeah. not what we're asking here. We're talking best. So we're going to balance that because there are some dog shit movies in the Halloween franchise, my friend. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not... You know, I'll watch every one of them, but come on. You can't... Yeah. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not bringing it down. I'm just saying. Well, you know, I mean, when when you sit there and... Curse of Michael Myers. Get out of here. Hey, yeah, that one was really... It was bad, but it wasn't the worst one out of all of them, though. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what the worst one was? Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It only made eleven million dollars. Metacritic says Curse is the worst one. Just throwing that out there. But actual box office, yeah. number five was the worst one. The best one has been the two thousand and eight eighteen version, the the newest one that just came out. Uh, it made two hundred and fifty three million dollars. Yeah, it's still not my favorite though. Uh, this newest Halloween. Yeah. Is no. No, no. You didn't leave the theater thinking it was your favorite. No, I no, I I didn't. I there were some parts in it that I thought were just. You know, you're a a, a season of the witch fan. (laughs) I love which. uh, Oddly enough, I'm looking at my numbers here. (laughs) Season of the witch is the fourth best by Metacritic in that series. And you know, the only reason why the season of the witch got made was because John Carpenter didn't want to do any more with Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. So he made season of the witch. But I've heard all sorts of stories about that. Like one point they said, I saw somebody say that it was always going to be an anthology thing, but Halloween was the first one they were going to do. And they weren't going to do Halloween too, but they did because it was so successful. I don't, I don't know if that's, I didn't, I don't know if that's true. Well, see the original story with, with Halloween was, John Carpenter stepped away from it. He didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And he had an idea for the uh, second Halloween. And that was, and it's funny because it's exactly what Scream did. John Carpenter's idea for Halloween 2 would have been Laurie Strode years later in college and Michael Myers mm-hmm. comes back and stalks her some more. But they didn't like that idea. The studio didn't like that idea, so he was just like, well, I'm out. He just washed his hands of the whole deal. Clearly that idea doesn't work. (laughs) Come on, studio. Right. Yeah, just look at Rob Zombie's version. (laughs) Yeah. And you did a lot of the box office kind of looking, which I did not. I did, yeah, I did. Um, Like as far as... I do know what number one is. By a wide, wide margin. Oh, yeah. there's. If if this was not the best horror franchise, just the most lucrative horror franchise, Mm -hmm. easily. The Conjuring. The Conjuring. Yeah. The Conjuring Conjuring Universe. The Conjuring Universe, yes. Like Annabelle and the Nun and uh, all five movies. Because The Conjuring's worth, what, $1.5 billion? I think that's right. 1.2 or 1.5. One One of the two. And uh, Metacritic has that one at number nine. 
on their best horror franchises. The Conjuring? The Conjuring. Based on critic ratings alone, yeah. The Conjuring at a 68, Annabelle's 37, Conjuring 2, 65. Annabelle, I'm not, I'm not going to read them all. A average of 55.6. Ooh. Yeah. But, I mean, not, but that's number nine. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And it's so funny because I was looking at these lists to see what other people say about this. Because I brought, you know, I, I was trying to think outside the box, too, and think of something different that was more for me. But you look at this Metacritic, which is the critical reception ranking. Well, Ranker, Ranker did one, too, where, you know, it's just people up, down, up vote and down vote. Oh, wow. And it was, like, ass backwards. It had Halloween number one, then Friday the 13th, which is last on the Metacritic one. It's 33rd <laughs> out of 33. Then it was... Um, the other one, Nightmare Before, Nightmare on Elm Street. Did you almost say Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> I love that movie too, man. Yeah. Hey, we can talk about that. As we not so eloquently said in our episode zero, we're going to talk about whatever the hell we want to. That's very true. Nightmare on Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. Um, and which is my honestly my favorite, maybe not favorite overall horror franchise, but it is. It's my favorite, at least of those big three. It, I'm, I'm a Freddy guy. I like. I like the Nightmare on Elm Street's over Halloween or Friday or Jason's Friday the 13th. And, you know, I can, I can see that. Uh, Freddy's got charisma. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jason and uh, Michael Myers are just, they're just there. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a, a unique idea too. The Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, he comes after you. It's your dreams, sleep. my man. Yeah. And really actually the, the whole personality of freddy didn't take off until like number two right yeah because he, he Wes craven, yeah because Wes craven was just and... like no this is this guy he's yeah. he's in the in your dreams and, he, and you die for real whenever he kills you in your dreams and he didn't really have that until uh west craven was like i'm out <laughs> and so then they had to do something to where he was you know still kind of interesting and that yeah. was, well, let's just make him a, a funny, vulgar guy that just happens to kill people. I'm sorry, kill kids. Yes. And that was one thing that I didn't really like about the new the new Nightmare on Elm Street. They really steered into the skit on the whole uh, Freddy's a pedophile. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> and I mean, kind of, always kind of subverted, assumed up until that point. It, yeah, I... With the original ones, everybody was like, oh, he must be a pedophile. He likes kids. and But they never actually yeah. came out and said that. Uh, one of my holes, I have yet to see the new, new, ten, almost 10-year-old Friday the 13th. <laughs> you don't need to. I don't want to. It looks terrible. <laughs> it's not good. It's really not good. I Yeah, and it was one of those ones, too, where I went to the theater and saw it, and when I came out, of that movie, I was like, that wasn't bad. But then the more I watched it, and after it had finally come out on DVD, then I went and bought it, and I watched it again. I was like, I don't remember this movie being this mm. shitty. <laughs> sidebar, <laughs> sidebar, 2009, Friday the 13th, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. And you see, that was one where I was the complete yeah, the opposite. Yeah, I was the complete opposite. <laughs> I went like, and saw I remember, it. I texted you, I was like, have you seen this? I know you've seen this. And yeah. you're like, yeah, that movie sucks. I was like, I think I like I'm, it. I'm pretty sure I went on a rant on that one. Like, yeah. that movie you was a you piece of shit. And had coarse uh, language to describe my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it did. And then I actually went back and watched it again, and I was like, you know actually, you know what, actually, I kind of like it. And now that I've actually gone back and watched it a few more times, I probably have to say, besides Friday the 13th, Number six, that one's probably my favorite. The really? new, that the high, new huh? Friday yeah. the Thirteenth. Yeah, it's, it's um, it's top five for me. For I've one of these days, I'm gonna sit down and watch all these Fridays and um, put them in order because a lot of them aren't fresh. And I would have it definitely. And I know it's it's one of my favorites. I don't know if it's two, but the one thing that really just kind of and and you even said it to begin with was that a lot of people had beef with it that it wasn't original. Like for one, it's a slasher movie. How original can you be with it? But then when you actually sit and you watch this movie, it takes like the first three 
Friday the 13th movies, and it combines them into one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, they killed his mother. He came back. Uh, he's the sack face, which he was in number two through yeah, the whole movie, and then found his mask. So, really, I I liked that, and then the fact that he didn't he didn't really stalk like how he did in the he original movie. He was movies. A behemoth, man. He, he was, was a... he was massive. Yeah. He was fast, and he he did a lot of shit. Some cool kills. Not anything real crazy that I remember. No, but Jason does own actually probably one of my favorite kills of all time. Which one? It was in Jason X, the worst the, uh, one, the cryo Cry freeze. Yeah, that's, yep. that's a popular one. Yeah. yeah, that is probably one of my favorite kills You know what ever. Else? Besides Michael Myers stabbing a dude through the chest yeah. and stapling him to the wall. That's the, badass. Another thing I like, and I feel like we're going down the rabbit hole on this Friday the 13th, but I'm just going to say it. What other people did not like about it, but again, it's... It was a reboot, right? It's trying to reinvigorate this thing. It didn't do a very good job of it. I mean, I think it did. Nobody else does. Gratuitous nudity, man. You gotta have it in a slasher film. And I know, I'm not a misogynist, but... You gotta have some, man. In these in these slasher films. I well, yeah. you don't have to. Don't no, I think to. you do. I think it is... In one like that, you do. In a Jason I, movie. Yes, right? I think in a slasher film, if you don't have... Like, well, Scream said... If you don't have teenagers getting drunk, getting high, or banging, yeah. you you don't have any deaths. You don't have any deaths. Gratuitous nudity has a home in slasher movies. In slasher films. It's just the way it is. And even, I like I love that in Friday the 13th. The one, you know, it's showing that girl's boobs. And then he kills her through the deck. And then he pulls her up just so you can see her boobs again. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's thrilling. Well, you actually, you it's actually, actually using it as a, like, it's, it's, it's doing it on purpose. It is doing it on purpose. <laughs> Will Ford's boobs were fantastic in that movie. But, yeah. But I, I like how you actually brought that up at one point. You were like, yeah, okay, it might be just another reason to get a, a look at her boobs. But how else he? <laughs> how else is he going to get that machete back? <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. Okay. Let's get away from that. Okay. Um, Some of the ones that I actually brought up... um. One of them is only three films. Yep. What's that? Blair Witch Project. Oh, dude. <laughs> no. It's, I, I don't it was worth. You know what? Here's it was worth three hundred thirty-five million dollars. Who gives a shit? They're terrible. The first one is an opinion thing. The other ones are terrible. And um, well, the it's worth three hundred thirty-five million. Two hundred forty-eight million of it came from the first movie. Yeah. So <laughs> here's the thing: that is not on Metacritic because on Metacritic you had to have four films, so they discounted. That. Yeah, that one. And was... you know why I discounted it? Because I was going to look it up because it fits our criteria of three films. And I started looking up these freaking Rotten Tomatoes scores and stuff, dude. No, get out of here. It's it's. I said honorable mention. That's that's what I have it under on my notes here. Honorable mention. I think people just tuned out. They probably did, or they turned it off. I would, I would be afraid that they would turn it off. And Blair Witch Project, get out. That's yeah. That's kind of where get I feel out. Like. Hey, okay. I have. You know what? I feel so ashamed because I have yet to see Get Out. You stupid mother! <laughs> I am so pumped for Us. Us looks great. It does. I am almost hoping because I'm, a, I'm stupid that he does like an M Night thing and somehow ties that movie in with Get Out, or at least it takes place in the same universe. So then he makes a third one, and we can put it on the list, because Us is going to be great. Get Out is Rotten Tomatoes' number one horror movie of all time, based on Tomato Meter. Really? It supplanted the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, like, last year when it came out. Wow. Yep. That's that's really good. Although I, I really don't like to depend on Sites like Rotten I don't either. I, it's there are frames of reference. I think it's important to know what critics think, but and I, but it's equally or more important to know what the audience thinks. That's why I like Rotten Tomatoes for using both scores. And I try to figure somewhere in the middle, or I try to I try to draw my own conclusions. I don't just go. I tend to lean more towards the audience score. Audience, if I'm actually looking at it, too. not you guys. If you're listening, I keep talking like there's people listening, which is probably not, but. <laughs> You guys are great. You're smart. These guys are brilliant. But I try to find that middle ground and use that to make my own conclusions. Well, I mean, I see the movie to make my own conclusions. But well, yeah. Did I like it? Yes. Did I like it? No. It sucked. I, I 
there's really only two opinions about it. Yeah. <laughs> you either liked it or you didn't. There's none of this, well, it was okay. Like, no, there, no, you either did or you didn't like it. That's... And that's the thing people don't get about the tomato meter and why they shouldn't put it on movie posters and stuff. Because it's not, if a movie is a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, that does not mean that the critics say it scores a 5 out of 10. They do the tomato meter by a critic either says it's rotten or it's fresh. Yep. And then the amount of rottens by the amount of freshes or whatever you say, whatever you do that, that equation dictates the tomato meter. So that's why you get like, somebody could say a movie is rotten and then score it three and a half out of five. Somebody else could say it's fresh and score it three and a half out of five. You know, it's the, the number is kind of weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. I don't, I don't, I don't quite care for that. But much. I do. I'm going to reference it continually because a lot of people do use it and like it. And even though I don't think they should, they base their whether they're going to go see something on that. Yeah, instead of just like how it used to be, word of mouth. Which don't do that with glass because glass was good, and it right now is not well received on Rotten Tomatoes. I haven't seen it. You should. Okay. So did you think of anything else? Did you come up with your own? So here's what I'm going with this. I thought of a franchise that is near and dear to my heart. And I was trying to justify putting it best or near the best. Because it's a franchise with four movies. And as I'm going through this Metacritic thing, which so the reason I, I have it all on this iPad here is because that stinking article, man, you had to click. It was a slideshow. We had to click. And click oh, and click. man. And I was like, I man, I'm that. never going to do this again. So I literally got this thing out, and I <laughs> transposed it all so I could have it in front of me. But I'm clicking through here, and I'm like, man, this franchise is not even showing up. They must have it high. I must be right. Nope, one on there. And it had four movies. You had so I, so I looked it up. <laughs> like, only one has Metacritic scores, which blew me away. So I did the research on my own, using Rotten Tomatoes, my own personal opinion. And I'm talking about the fly, baby. Oh, the fly, okay. Because I knew. So here's my justification: four movies, The Fly, The Return of the Fly, The Fly remake, and then The Fly Two. What I was hoping for, I knew The Fly and the remake were going to be high, critically. Like I knew they were going to be in the '90s, right? So what I was banking on, because I remember Return of the Fly very fondly, and that's what a lot of people, the the fly in that movie is what people think of when they think of the old one because it's that great big head. It's yep. not really the original one. And both those movies have Vincent Price. So I remember it fondly. So what I was thinking was if those two movies have a high score and then you get the Return of the Fly, if it comes in at like a 60 or something like that, then you can justify it as a great franchise because the Fly 2 is terrible. I mean, it's awful. Hmm. So I start looking and boy was I wrong. Because <laughs> other people do not Care for Return of the Fly. Rotten Tomato score of 38. Tomato meter, 27% audience score. Oh. Not well liked. I no. was right about the Fly in the, in the origin, uh, original remake, though. Tomato meters of 95 and 92, respectively. Audience score of 70 and 83, respectively. The Fly 2, 27 and 23. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, that's bad. And anybody out there listening that is a big Fly fan, and you're thinking, man, this guy is an idiot. Because there's, there's five Fly movies. Yeah, it's because I'm an idiot. I forgot there was a fifth Fly movie called The Curse of the Fly. It didn't even have Rotten Tomato score. Oh. It was bad. They just completely <laughs> Which wrote I'm, it I'm, off. I've never seen that one, but I know it takes place. It doesn't have Vincent Price, and it's, it was a weird... Uh, from what I understand, it was kind of like... It was almost like it was a movie they made, and then they're like, let's make this a Fly movie. Ah. Just use the... Use so the they just going to use the name? Yeah. Oh, okay. So... It's still near and dear to my heart because 1958 Fly and the Goldblum Fly of 85, um, two of my favorites ever of any movie, not mm. just not just horror movies. You know what, actually, a franchise that I like that we haven't brought up yet, that it had five movies. Final Destination. Yes, sir. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes, sir. Final Destination. That's I love awesome. Final Destination. Everybody has that one Final Destination moment. Everybody does. Where it's you just know, like, I was thinking that today. I was thinking that bed frame is going to fly out and hit your truck. Right? Oh, I was and it's like, oh, this is the log truck, only it's going to be a bed frame right through my face. Oh, yeah. Yep. Every, every Everyone knows 
you see somebody walking around like, oh man, that looks like something out of Final Destination. Yeah, um, it's such that's that movie that movie franchise has been so ingrained, especially like with our age range, with our how we are and whatnot. Everybody knows Final Destination. I'm pretty sure I saw that. I know I saw it in the theaters. I'm pretty sure I went with my dad, who oh. is not a horror fan. I have no idea why he would have been with me, but he was. <laughs> we were, what, 15, 14, 15 when that movie came out? I think so, yeah. I remember <laughs> going to see that. And dating ourselves? <sighs> we're not dating ourselves. No, no, yeah, no, no. We're we're old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what we mean. Um but oh yeah, uh, that one definitely kind of just really kind of it has a spot. And, you know, I mean, it's got its weak ones too. Hey, well, I, sure it does. I'll tell you, I got the Metacritic here. It's not high <laughs> on the list. Well, I'm sure it's um, not. Number, it's tied for 27 with an overall Metacritic of all five films with a 39.0. Mm. But the whole franchise, but the, the whole franchise is worth six hundred sixty-five million dollars. With so. the last movie in the franchise being the best, which I have not seen. The last, yeah. Unless I wrote this down wrong, I would have figured the first one would have been. Uh, well, I don't know. The first one is, <laughs> according to Metacritic, which I mean, take it for what it's worth. I know, uh, it's the second worst one, thirty-six. <clears throat> The first one is the yeah. worst one. You don't hear that very often. Oh, the first one sucked, but they got better after that. That's not something that you hear. Yeah, much. no, it's not. <laughs> but I will, with that in mind, I'll reference another franchise that's on this list, and it is high on this list. And this is my own personal opinion. Evil Dead. Because I'm not, I'm not an Evil Dead fan. Evil Dead. I'm just not. <sighs> Because you got Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, and then you have the Evil Dead remake. Mm-hmm. I like Army of Darkness. It's cool. It's just so stupid and fun. Oh, I, yeah, I loved <laughs> Army of Darkness. But, but the Evil... I mean, and let's be real here. Evil Dead 2 is a remake. I mean, it's, it's the same damn thing happened in that movie. Why? 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 Why would you go back to the cabin... I don't even, did he ever leave? I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Why <laughs> would you go back? That just blows my mind. Why would you go back? I don't understand it. I don't get it. Did you think of any monster movie franchises when you're thinking about this list? I'm not talking you know, like Universal Monsters either. Any 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 franchise that centers around a movie monster. Oh well, for me it's Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. Godzilla's is my main my main deal there with the monsters godzilla is on this list is he on that list yeah, oh, oh yeah damned. real high and the way they did it is it was only the english release title so because oh, so good the other thing this so good is out yeah, the, the the other list thing this list did it didn't do a lot of foreign stuff because in foreign outside of godzilla you think about it i mean there are franchises but we we americans us get it us uh, are uh, the ones obsessed with this franchise element so more so yeah so in this one the english release only it was tied for 19th with a 45 overall what did it tie with jaws oh yep they have jaws way down there huh yeah because the other three outside of jaws are awful that's very true i really didn't even i wasn't really even a big fan of jaws what yeah yeah what the I wasn't. I, I, I found it boring as shit. That's. Oh my god. Yep. We're not going to talk about this now, but <laughs> buckle up, Buttercups. We're going to have that one out at some point. That's fine. Good I was just night. never a big Jaws fan. Unbelievable. I'm gonna, anybody ever rage quit a podcast? Where I'm going to do that. Get the hell out of here. I don't even know what that is. Rage quit, man. I'm going to throw this yeah. microphone we have pinned to the table here down and leave. Oh, I, I thought maybe you were going to like flip the table and. Exit. Oh yeah, I'll do that too. It's your table. Exit the building. <laughs> no, and King Kong, right? Kong, yeah. King Kong is on this list much higher than Godzilla. I could see that simply because of one reason and one reason alone. King Kong was not uh, subtitled. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, it's an American movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. People don't, people didn't want to go to the movie and read the movie. Yeah, and they're, and they're kind of special effects benchmarks, you know, and... Well, I don't know how much special effect you could get with Godzilla with a guy running around in a rubber suit tearing up, hey, tearing up miniatures. Yeah, and well, and that was in like what nineteen fifty four. King Kong was twenty years, almost twenty years earlier. Yeah, 20, 1933, 21 years earlier. And, well, Go Gojira was nineteen fifty four. Godzilla was after that. Yeah. Even though Gojira means Godzilla, but Gojira was the first film. Godzilla was after that. I'll tell you one thing. That's nitpicking, but I still count it. I, we can't put this franchise on the list yet, but depending on what uh, this new Godzilla movie does and the monster verse after that. Oh my God, I am so excited about it. I am so excited about it. And I, I mean, I told you this. I saw that first teaser trailer and I was like, man, this kind of looks shitty. Like, I was, I was, I was. It reminded me, because that's the one thing about Godzilla, and I like Godzilla, the 2014. It looked dark. Not, it was Visually dark, not you know. Yeah, cause yeah, most of the stuff with Godzilla happened at night. Well, yeah, and um, it's just, the it was, first the first fight. Right, it was kind of like a muddy thing, and that's why I got out of that first trailer. And then the the full length trailer came out, and I was like, oh hell yeah, dude! King Ghidorah looks badass, and I'll never forget when Mothra I saw, looks really good. When I saw Kong, <laughs> Skull Island, I knew there was a post credit scene, and I'm sitting there, and it was like eleven o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> There's nobody else in the theater, and I'm just sitting there. Credits are rolling. I'm dicking around on my phone, just waiting for this post-credit scene. I happen to look up, and I saw, and I, yeah, I, this isn't really spoilers because you should know this by now. Yeah, but I look up and I see this friend just happened to. It's still in the credits, not in the post-credit scene. In the credits, I read Godzilla, King Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra are all properties of the Toho Corporation. I'm like, what? hell did they say that what does that have to oh my god that's what the post-credit scene's gonna be and i was like oh yeah yeah dude that was like being a little kid on christmas that's my jam oh my god yes yeah uh i as far as the monsters go godzilla is my favorite i love godzilla Uh, that is a uh that'll be a good topic because in the uh when we do the the little head-to-heads things That'll be one of the questions we do because I will argue Kong all day long. No, <laughs> uh, what do you think about the Purge? I love the Purge. I, I'm actually a very big fan of the Purge. Um, it's a very different element. It's kind of like action horror, mm-hmm. and I really like it. Um, that's kind of like the Strangers, uh, even though there's only two of the Strangers. Um, it is a just a totally different kind of vibe. Yeah, it's one of those too. We very clumsily talked about the wide umbrella of films that can fit under horror, and I mean that one that was pretty clearly horror, but it's also I mean it's not it's action too. You know, it's I think they classified it as like terror horror. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 fitting. And uh, I, I could I could understand that I get that uh, that's not something that anybody should have to go through ever, but uh, especially well the purge I mean come on that's but like the strangers that I mean you could really base the strangers off of reality. There are those kind of sick people out there yeah. that want to do that type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but, uh, but yeah, I, I am definitely a big fan of The Purge. I love The Purge. All of them. I honestly don't believe there's been a bad one. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to go back to my Metacritic list here. Just kind of go back to what we were talking about earlier a little bit. Between Halloween and Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, you mean the Holy Trinity of Slashers? Yeah. Yeah. I've already mentioned that Friday the 13th is last on this list. Uh, which... Halloween is middle to rear. Mm. Nightmare on Elm Street is number 13 on this list. Overall scores there, and they have the fewest movies. Not by a lot in those franchises. Well, but how it's... many... Uh, now, is that... Um, Nightmare on Elm Street... How many, do they, how many do they count? Nine. 
they count nine, so they're counting Freddy, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Okay. So and so did the Friday the Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Which pff, you guys are criminal on this man. Freddy versus Jason only a thirty-seven on Metacritic. Get out of here! <laughs> Love that movie. I actually did too. I was a big fan of that one, just simply because when did Freddy vs. Jason come out? Was that in? Uh, I was thinking, yeah, two thousand three, somewhere, yeah. somewhere around in there. I thought is when it came out. Two thousand three. Yeah, I was right. Confirmed. So, we're still in high school, and at that time, that was the type of movie that was out there. Have you ever seen or heard about all the different? versions of that movie that existed like all the different rewrites and stuff that they went through i did i wish that they would have just made them all you know <laughs> and just released them in different watch, parts of the I country no well yeah, well yeah that'd be cool then it'd be, talk about getting a buzz out about your movie people are like i love that movie and like mention what's your favorite part what's your favorite version like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> favorite version yeah. Uh, the, the, the midwest or the, or the the mountain the uh, west they'll, coast they'll tell their favorite part and they're like what the hell are you talking about that wasn't in the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, and then they all come out. Would you have released each one on DVD, or would you just put it into a big compilation? <laughs> uh, box set. Box set. Box set. Box set. Piranha movies. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude! I was blown away about uh, Piranha 3D. Not by the movie. I actually, I do kind of like it because I, um, I like that stupid kind of stuff anybody that can sit there and say that Zombievers is a good movie love Zombievers <laughs> yeah I have no. to wonder Rotten Tomatoes certified fresh 73% Piranha 3D Piranha 3D yeah that that just uh, just for just for shits and grins what did they give Sharknado oh lord <laughs> I'm just curious I don't know Sharknado 2 is my personal favorite but i'll i'll check it out here i i can't I, have it, you ever even seen them well, yeah you made me watch one remember oh it was two then. <laughs> yeah biz marquee yep yeah kelly ripa killing that one with her heel it's great yeah so uh, great. <laughs> well i found the franchise in rotten tomatoes the highest rated ones in 82 number one 82 with a 32 percent audience score <laughs> i could believe that sharknado 2 at 59 percent. that's criminal <laughs> Anyway, the Piranha franchise, because uh, it's it's basically two movies and then two remakes of those movies. Because, you know, the Piranha, original Piranha 78 came out kind of like a response to Jaws. It was everybody's getting into that kind of water monster oh, uh -huh. craze. Yeah. And it, even the, the movie poster kind of mocked it. It kind of mimicked it. I think the Piranha movies suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, again, you're entitled to your opinion. Have you seen the Piranha 3D and 3EE? There's a, there's one after three D. Yeah, man. No. Three double D. <laughs> no. It's three double D. I, I please please tell me if it's called three double D that there are some double D's in the movie. Oh, dude, there's double D's in the three D. No, and it's I I haven't seen it either. And <laughs> spoiler alert, because I do know one thing that happens. Um, wait, is that even this movie? I'm mixing up movies. Please Ving, tell me you're mixing up movies. Ving Rhames. Because you're making me want to go and watch Piranha 3 Double D. Ving Rhames is in the first one, right? It's a dude is a star studded cast in the in the Piranha 3D. Ving Rhames is in it. And he like pretty clearly dies, right? Well It's, they, it's not it's not by rape, is it? They show, no. Did they show him at the end? I don't remember if they show him at the end or not. But I know in the trailer for the third for the three D three double D he at one point goes, bring me my legs. And they bring him these machine guns and he like puts them where his legs should be. And he like starts shooting out of his legs because they're guns now. Oh my God. Yeah. That one went a little bit crazy. It, it it's, sounds like it. They're fun. Front 3D is fun. That's what I like about it. It's fun. I... Cool kills. Dude, you want to talk about kills. That movie has kill. Cause I just rewatched this recently. The, there's when I'm thinking about a really good horror movie kill. It's something that has to make me, like, oh, OMG, right? That's what I feel. It's got to make me wiggle. It's got to get under my skin. That's what I'm thinking, like, that was a cool kill. And this movie, okay, 
you put yourself in the position of the person getting killed. And if it really if it really rubs you raw, that's a good kill. So, but does it actually have to be a kill though? No. Okay, so I was. I oh, was... like okay for Saw Two with a chick crawling through the needles. Oh yeah, no, oh, that's... that gives me an anxiety attack. Ugh. That's terrible. I mean, the first saw came to mind. You, I mean, you have to saw your own foot off. Yeah, and that's not. I mean, I can never see myself in that position, so it's hard for me to <laughs> to really. Have, I don't know why granted, I would go crawling this, through a bunch of needles, but this, this kill I'm going to talk about Piranha is also. I would never be in this position, but there's this part of Piranha. Spoiler alert! Anybody that hasn't seen it, I'm going to ruin this part. But it's in the climax where all the uh, Piranha are in the cove. It takes place at the spring break thing at like Lake Victoria, I think, and. They're all in these boats jumping off for like the Ozarks kind of stuff. And their boats are tied together. Well, the piranha get in there and just start eating people. Well, there's this guy, and he's like, he is a douche, man, because he's on a boat already. But he jumps off the boat and gets on another boat, a little like a dinghy, to go over to shore. Because shore is definitely the safe place to be. So he is mowing through all these people with his little boat, like munching them up with a boat motor. And they're trying to get on the boat and all this stuff. And he stalls out in the middle of the water. And you're kind of wondering why. And then you see why. It shows you why there's this chick floating behind the boat. The boat motor catches her hair. And it knots up. And the, the motor stalls. And she's laying there. And she's screaming. And it's like getting under my skin. I'm like, man, it, that's just, I mean, I don't have long hair. But I can imagine that. And the dude, douche, trying to start the motor back up. All these people are trying to climb on the boat. He's trying to start the motor back up. And this, He does. And it doesn't do necessarily what you thought. Because I'm sitting here thinking, okay, we're going to see this girl. It's going to start up and it's going to like suck her face into the prop. No. Sucks her scalp off. And like her whole face. So like her body stays there and her whole face comes off with the hair. And like her, you can see her eyes. And it's like, <laughs> dude, it's, it's a, it's a. That's pretty intense. It's one of those, this is how I know a good kill. I'm watching that and I went, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's not bad. So here's one that it's got a lot of critic. It's pretty highly critically accepted or uh, regarded. It's not number one on this list. It's actually number five. But the Hannibal Lecter series of movies. So they're talking Red Dragon, um, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, was the one of them Hannibal? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there was there was the newish one, Hannibal Rising. Hannibal Rising. Crazy. And that one that one is what brings us the thing down. On the Metacritic score, it's a 35. Uh, but you forget, people forget the first one is not Silence of the Lambs. It's Manhunter. That Brian Cox was really the first Hannibal Lecter. That's right. Um, and that's the first book. Because this is all based on books by Thomas Harrison. Yeah. That was the first book. It was called Manhunter. And uh, wasn't the first one made like back in the 70s? 80s? Yeah, 70, Manhunter. Yeah. 75. Yeah, yeah okay. And then Silence of the Lambs was, what, 90, I think? Somewhere around in there. With Jody Foster. It's good, man. It's another, as we've talked about, it's a genre bender, man. It's a suspense thriller, crime, drama, horror. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Um, I mean, because it, it does have all of the elements there, especially whenever she's actually in the house and he turns the electric off. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of creepy. Because, I mean, that could actually happen. Somebody sitting there with night vision staring at you, right in your face, and you don't even know it. Yeah, that gives me heebie-jeebies, yeah. man. Heebie-jeebies, man. If it gives you the heebie-jeebies, <laughs> it counts. It's just, hey, I don't, I don't dig it. I, I did like Silence of the Lambs, but after that, like I watched Hannibal, and it was all right. I just, for me, like those movies were just kind of, yeah. <laughs> Law of diminishing returns. They just kind of they they, were, they were, gradually got worse. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, unless you're talking about Terminator, then they kind of went from well, yeah, well, you know. that's all over the place. The Terminator <laughs> quality is kind of like the Halloween timeline. Everywhere, all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere. All right, so I, I know you've been sitting here. I've got this list in front of me, so I know what Metacritic critically what the what the order is and you are dying to know what their number one best franchise is i i think i have a pretty good guess as to what they put the number one at i bet you're wrong alien <laughs> no ah, nope 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 damn it i'd figure alien would be alien is number six here's what you gotta remember about old alien number six 
You want to know why it's number six? Does, I actually does had, it, does I it had it, in my notes to talk Does about it this. include Prometheus? Yeah. But dude, Prometheus is a 64 on Metacritic. And you know what? Screw anybody that doesn't like Prometheus, because I like that movie. It was different. And here's the thing, and this is a popular opinion, but Ridley Scott listening to the fans is what made Alien Covenant suck. Uh. You know, like, if he would have told his story and kept going on that Prometheus thing and made real Prometheus sequels rather than... Because it was going to be, you know, the Alien franchise and then the Prometheus franchise. They were the same. They were together. They were mixed, but... Uh, okay. You're saying what, what brings it down are they... <laughs> AVP, uh -huh. that's what yep. I was thinking. Did they include the Alien vs. Predator AVPs. movies? AVPs, <laughs> both of them. Because they both, yeah, they're both terrible. And I had this in my notes to talk about this, because it's number six on the list, 59.5, and that includes the AVPs. If you discount, I did the math, if you discount the AVP movies from this, it is way number one. Well, it comes and in at a 69.7 overall. And that was why I guessed yeah. Alien, but, uh, because... Counting them... Yeah, and let me tell you something too. Both of them are a twenty nine, which is ludicrous because AVP is way better than AVP Requiem. AVP Requiem is nigh unwatchable. Yeah, have you seen it? I it's off. Don't watch it. Okay, I'm old. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I I liked the first one. I saw it in theaters when it came out. And you know that was I didn't go actually see that in theater. I think I I watched that one at home. And I. Just I, I, it was one that was like yeah it was it was kind of entertaining but I was just yeah it was one of those I meh mean, movies they, yeah they they kind of screwed the, what what makes it worse is that the idea was there and set up and they they didn't really hammer it home hello turn your phone off Dustin um okay <laughs> <laughs> no it is not Alien on the list That's because of that because of because, because of, of the because AVP of Predator movies. Alien is not well it's on the list it's not number one on the list care to make another guess there's a franchise this is what I actually thought was going to be on here as I'm clicking through uh, and we haven't brought it up yet <clears throat> actually we kind of did no we didn't that was an episode zero I'm thinking backwards <laughs> we've discussed it but it hasn't been on on here yeah uh, I think think Horror director icon that we have not discussed yet. Well, I mean, there's starts with a George, ends with Romero. You, living, you, Night of Living Dead, man. Oh, Night of Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Land of the Dead, all the dead, the zombie franchise. All of the zombie franchise. That's number one? That's no, not that's number not one. one. It's number two. The the zombie franchise, his zombie franchise? Yeah, Romero's Not a Living Dead uh, franchise is number two on this list. Deep. Give it to me. So, what's number one is actually... <laughs> dude, okay, I thought about this before I was clicking through, and I discounted it, and I really wasn't thinking that they even had enough movies. Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, which is funny because they have four movies on here, and I haven't seen the last two, but I'm pretty sure that they are all versions of the same movie. Yeah, see, I never thought that they Snatchers. were. I never thought they were sequels. The original? No, they're not. That I know. Yeah. I don't think the like Body Snatchers is the third one. I think that was like in the '90s. I'm pretty sure that was a reboot or not a re remake, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then The Invasion, which is the Black Sheep, which came out, I think, a few years ago, I think is also, like, a, just a retelling of the exact same story. That's but number one? Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's a franchise. That's the number one franchise. Metacritic, 69.3. Because the huh. first one in 56 is a 92. The remake with Donald Sutherland and Jeff Goldblum uh, is a 75. Body Snatchers, 65. Invasion, 45. Huh. And I mean, it's really it's <laughs> it's almost a three point difference between that and Night of the Living Dead for number one. So it's it's kind of now. Granted, Alien, if it wasn't for AVP, would be would be number one. So what are just right now the top five by Metacritic? By Metacritic, number five. I think I've actually I've said them all, just not in order. Actually, we didn't say them all. Number five, Hannibal Lecter. Four is the Evil Dead. Three is the one we haven't mentioned yet, Psycho. 
Oh, yeah, because there have been multiple Psycho movies, including a remake. I only put three down here, and their rules said four. Did they break their own rules, or did I miss a movie? Well, oh, have, I missed a movie because I'm they're, stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have Psycho, and I have Psycho 3, and I have the remake. I don't have Psycho 2. Uh, so, yeah, there are, there are four movies. Uh, then number two is Night of the Living Dead. Number one, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I really like. Invasion. Of the... I want to do a top five list on this podcast of top five body snatcher movies. There's, uh, there's, there's quite a few. It's, actually... it's one of those. It's one of those subgenres that there's enough to where you can really have a debate about the top five, but you don't have to watch eighty five movies either. Like, <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Until we start getting into our slasher mill movies, and then it's like, my God, we need two weeks just to yeah, <laughs> just to watch all of them. Oh, and more than that. Well, I mean, just of one, like Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where would you put Hellraiser on your list? Oh my God. Um, that's tough. Because I did love Hellraiser. Um. I, I hated how they classified Hellraiser, though. Like, with Pinhead. They called him... What did they call him? Like, the... B... Like, a B version of... Uh, Jason. Mm-hmm. Or the poor... Poor Man's Jason or poor something. Man's Jason. Poor Man's Jason. Poor Man's Freddy. Something like that. And really, actually, Pinhead was badass. Yeah. I, I really liked... I really liked uh, uh, Hellraiser. I'm uh, weak. I'm weak on my Hellraiser. I've seen the first one and a couple others, but the the funny thing about this score too, they have it at number twenty two on the list, and it would not be that high because their rules, they did have five that were released in theaters, but they had five more that weren't, and those five that weren't are they would have drugged the score down if they were wow. able to. We'll see. Now there's actually one on Netflix that they made. Uh, I, what the hell is it called? Is it called uh, Hellraiser Judgment? Or something like that. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's it's brand I new. I didn't even right. know that uh, they were doing another Hellraiser movie. No. And whenever I saw it pop up, they're like, "A new Hellraiser? That's pretty badass." <laughs> nope. No Doug Bradley. Count me out. He was he was he played Pinhead in all but two, I think. Uh, there was one. I don't remember which one it is. The only other one that he wasn't in. They legitimately made the movie because they had to make the movie for the studio. To- Keep the rights. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Was, come on. That's your reason to make a movie? Right. Rather than let it go and like have somebody else be able to go make a Hellraiser movie, they made one. Because they had to. So they could keep the rights. And the other one, I think the story goes, Doug Bradley, or yeah, Doug Bradley was asked to do it. But they wouldn't, he had to sign like a non-disclosure agreement about the script. So he's like, Fuck you! I'm Doug Bradley, bitch. I ain't doing that. Let's, well, that's, I'm not gonna sign on to this. Yeah. Yeah, that's stupid. I liked Hellraiser, I, especially the first two. Um, one that actually that they didn't bring up that I'm kind of curious about is Child's Play. Oh yeah, no, that's on here. I forgot all about it. Because uh, they're Papa. because that's one they're remaking now, and Chucky looks kind of the same. Have you seen how he looks? No. He looks sort of the same, but not quite. His face is a little different, but the concept of Chucky is still there. So I don't, I don't really know how that's how that's going to be. It's fifteen on the list. Child's Play is yep. fifteen. Wow. Okay. How many were there? I don't remember. Child. Uh, there, uh, t- t- one, two, three, seven. There's seven Child's Play movies. Yep. Oh, that's also including. Uh, uh, Oh man, Bride of Chucky, oh, yep. Seed of Chucky, Curse and Cult, Curse and yep, the Curse of Chucky, Cult, <laughs> cult of Chucky. Is, cult is the best one on here. Really? Yep. I I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember actually watching that on Netflix, and uh, like, oh, a new Chucky movie, cool. I'm gonna check it out, and I watched it. And after I got done watching, I was like, well, there's Jennifer Tilly showing boobs again. <laughs> All I can hear. Is uh, Mrs. Swanson, and uh, every any times that she talks, <laughs> and uh, I just was not impressed with the last Chucky movie, and now that they're actually going to be remaking, 
don't even know if I'm really actually interested in the remake. It depends, you know, it's, you got to get somebody, it depends on who's doing it. It depends on what, I don't know, it depends on a lot of stuff. But if it's somebody that cares about it and is not just doing a Hellraiser where they have to make a movie to uh, keep the rights, maybe, if, you know, if somebody do the Halloween treatment, you know, be committed to the, be committed to it and somebody that enjoys that. <laughs> you so, actually you actually want to see somebody that's doing that that does the movie that actually gives a shit about exactly the movie. So fan, not, I, not somebody who's just going to be like yeah I, I signed on to it because i needed the money yeah i mean that's that happens i mean yeah that does happen i mean let's look at jj abrams but um <laughs> oh jj jj <laughs> sidebar please save star wars all right moving on I really, I didn't intend on just going through everything on this list, but I think it's important to, because we are balancing, we're still, I'm still trying to form my final opinion, and we're nearing the end of this thing. But some of the movies, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Very important actual uh, uh, film series. Yeah, brought, very, down, brought very... down by the remakes, of course. Um, oh, yeah. But made me fall in love with Jessica Biel. Very influential. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Summer Catch did it for me, but yeah. Oh, yeah, there's so. Summer Catch. That's right. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. When she crawled into the freezer after being wet, just, yep, that. <laughs> uh, we got Predator on here as a number 25. Texas Chainsaw was a 23, by the way. I would figure that Texas Chainsaw would have been higher on that list. Uh, it's because of the sequels and remakes. You know, it's just uh, yeah. it, when it goes all through. It's, it's the problem with the list like this. The more movies are on it, uh, farther down you drift. <laughs> now, uh, now, how about the Omen? Oh my, yeah, the, the Omen. Omen. Oh my, Omen. Oh my. You got the Omen. You got Damien. You got Omen three, and you got the Omen and, again. And the Omen. Again. <laughs> how many? Okay, everybody. It's it's. Uh, very in vogue right now to bitch about remakes. My God, is the horror genre <laughs> remake happy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just—they're public enemy number one when it comes to remaking stuff. It really is. I mean, it's it, where else can you go <laughs> with with your movies? There's not really a whole lot. And once again, bringing it back to. Friday the 13th, 2009. There's not a lot of originality with it anymore. If it's been done, or if it's been thought about, it's probably already been done. Cult yeah. movies, are those things... I don't even really know if you could do a cult movie anymore, simply because, you know, cults are not the big thing right now. They're not something that you can attack. You talking about, like, a movie about cults? Or, like, a, like a cult, a movie that becomes, has a... Cult following. No, a movie about a movie about cults. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of what, it's kind of what Mandy was. It really, it's not kind of it's what Mandy was about. So you need to check out by a BTW. Mm, yeah, and Nicholas I, Cage. I give it carte blanche. Just go, Nicholas Cage. It's great. <clears throat> Nick Cage, man, what a career. Um, yeah, I need to check that out. I need to actually check into uh, Shutter. Shutter. And uh, go ahead and start a free trial on that and just go movie happy. Mandy is a Shutter exclusive. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see that anywhere else then. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you can't. You can buy it and all that stuff. But yeah. I don't but... think you're going to get it on Netflix. No. All right, so have you come to your conclusion? What? What the best franchise is. Yeah, what's the best franchise? And hey, guys, <laughs> we are doing this in the moment. I am still figuring it out, and I will figure it out by the time I. That's why I made him go first. Oh, thanks. So we we may land on the same thing. I don't know. I seriously doubt it. Yeah, probably not. We never do. Know, maybe. Yeah, we never do. No, but. we never do. If we did, this would be the most boring fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk for an hour and like, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I agree with you. No. <laughs> All right. What are you thinking? Um. I, as far as I'm concerned, still being the best franchise um, around in the horror movie genre, I'm I'm probably gonna have to go ahead and say Halloween. Dude, 
I still ignoring have, everything I've said. I know, but I'm I'm Halloween is too big to not say that it's one of the best. One. I can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> uh yeah. To me personally, best franchise Halloween and Scream. Those are, those are your best franchises, even though Scream's only got four films. And now Halloween Which has... helps. Hey, if you would, if you pared down Halloween to the four best movies, it'd be a hell of a lot higher on this list. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Probably one, two, H two O, and do that. Eighteen. <laughs> those are probably the best. My, I mean, those are actually my favorite Halloween movies, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's how it. Uh, that's how it works. Oh, well, season of the witch. Can't forget that. So you go on Halloween. Best overall. Yeah, no, okay, we're not going to agree then. <laughs> no, not at all. I knew as soon as I, I said you, it. Like, like you said you know. that just because you know I was not going to pick that. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I knew you weren't picking that. I, it's the thing. I'm still working this out in my brain. My gut, because I want to say Alien. Because Alien, as I've said, I'm a sci-fi horror guy. I'm a monster movie guy. It's the best of both worlds. It also... Within the franchise goes through different, um, different genres. There's the aliens. This is an action movie. You know, the first one's a claustrophobic horror movie. It's, but then you gotta you gotta count AVP as the overall franchise, and it's like a big pimple on the alien franchise's ass. And so. I go back and forth. I'm, we almost agree because I think Scream. Very few, because they have so few movies. There's only four. It's, it's very true, it's, but but Scream also did one other thing that prob that I don't think Alien did, and it actually spawned a TV show. Yeah, Alien spawned a lot of crap. There's a big expanded universe with Alien with books and comics, and I, I don't know if it's a TV show or not, but. It, but that toys? is toys. There ain't no scream toys. Yeah, there are. Uh, well, okay. Scream, scream did actually have action figures. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, probably one of the most popular Halloween costumes for probably five years in a row. I suppose that's true too. But man, xenomorph. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that's my answer. Alien. I'm going alien. You're gonna go I'm alien. Gonna go alien. Yeah, because I got Because here's the thing. I kept saying you gotta you gotta count for AVP as that. As that blemish, I like AVP, so I'm gonna. <laughs> I that's where I'm weighing. As I said, if you if we were able to bend our own rules and not count the crossovers, then it would be number one on the Metacritic list. Right? But, yeah, we and, already established that. And, that's why I guess that it was number one. But and as, it is my number. I can watch every. And you want to you want to dog an Alien Three and Alien Resurrection? Dog it all you want. I'll watch them any day. Comes on, I'm watching it. Same thing with Prometheus. And, the only, and as I said earlier, only reason Alien Covenant was a little bit of a downer is because Ridley Scott, listen to you assholes bitching about Prometheus, and you didn't allow him to finish his Prometheus saga. So then you get this weird kind of... You got the flute scene because of that, so thank you. <laughs> thank you for ruining oh, everything. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And you know, I, I, can't, I can't be upset by that pick because I like the Alien movies. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm going. I'm going Halloween and Scream probably. Best, so you're so you're copping out and picking two. What? A, oh man. Oh no, I'm saying Halloween. <laughs> okay. But Scream, so we're both picking Scream two. Scream is yeah. Scream we we can both agree on Scream. Yeah. But as far as and let's so we're gonna I'm gonna bottom line this here for us, and the listeners have probably already figured this out. We're both idiots, and the answer is scream. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. The answer is scream. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's also it's not just you know the best uh, horror franchise. It, it, we're also taking into account like our favorite as well. Yeah. So I mean, there is a little bit of favoritism, and but what you know what we think is is the best, and that's why I I said Halloween. Because it's it is my favorite, but it, it there's just it's just so massive. It's such a big franchise that you you can't you can't disclude it from that. Yeah. And then you've got Scream, 
that only made four movies and has done way more than a lot of those that are on that list. Action figures, Halloween costumes, and a, a TV series now. Yeah, which I haven't seen, but I when you said that they were, they're still going, they're still kicking with that TV, that Scream series. Yeah, they're gonna they're going into their third season. Finally, it's actually going to be released. What's funny about it was that uh, they weren't sure exactly if the third series or uh, third season was going to be released because it was owned by the Weinstein's. So those guys, (laughs) they weren't exactly sure what was going to come about that since Harvey went and got himself into a little bit of trouble. Oh, Harvey! and it finally actually a company bought it. Finally got they they got the rights to the TV show and uh, they're going to finally release it. And from what I understand, the third season is actually supposed to be pretty badass. The original voice of the. Of Ghostface is coming back to voice Ghostface again. Uh, Ghostface himself, the the costume that was so iconic, is gonna be making its debut now in the third series in the third season. I want to say series, damn it, that means season. But uh, <laughs> it's ain't England, mate. Right, mate. Mate. Australia? It's Australia. Um, they say mate in England too. Sure. It throws you off when you go watching some English TV show. It's like series Wait. twelve. What? Season one? Season one? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we both know that Scream is... That's Scream's answer, but it's not my answer. No, No. I mean, it's partially, but I'm going Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if uh, provided there are anybody out there listening and we figure out how to... It's very likely this thing doesn't even find its way onto onto the internet. (laughs) <laughs> but if it does and there's a way to make a comment i don't know how this works that's not your area okay. let us know what you think about this stuff we do have an instagram we have a twitter do we have a facebook yeah okay we have a facebook yeah facebook uh the horror happy hour uh twitter is different isn't it twitter is uh <laughs> i don't even remember oh. uh twitter is the Triple H Podcast at The Triple H Podcast. That's The HHH Podcast. Okay, cool. The Triple H Podcast. Because the stupid character letter rules on Twitter couldn't do the Horror Happy Hour. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty Triple H Horror Happy Hour. Yeah. <laughs> the Triple H Podcast. Instagram, The Horror Happy Hour. Let yep. us know. Let's figure, you know, tell us where it is. We are. We're, we're actually going to start posting stuff on there. Yeah. <laughs> Shortly. We don't know when. Um, but when we do come check check us out we're yeah. we're we're hoping that we at least pique some people's interests hey got mine baby i'm totally peaked right now that's disgusting 